Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to One More Round Radio. This is the show that brings passion and punch to you about the world of boxing. Covering every weight class and every fighter from around the world, we focus on bringing you our unique perspective and opinions of the ring world. We are live here from Studio One of WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network, located in the heart of Chicago. This is One More Round Radio. Friday night in Chicago, one more round radio, episode 10, Big Nick Cold, and we are back after a one-year absence almost, with a lot of boxing news, guys. We've got Kovalev fight to cover, Triple G, Canelo, Khan drama going on, some upcoming fights that are coming up, we're going to talk about the heavyweight division and the debacle it's in that I call it and as always the tree party just like on Chicago Sports Crunch Radio is with me the boxing experts extraordinaires Mr. Jackman what's up guys and Mr. Sammy the Bull what's up guys glad we're, to be here we're missing Gunsy though after we bought him nice headphones up here too so he would be listening to us Regardless, uh, boxing and uh, going over some of the stuff and some of the big fights that are coming up so we can uh, catch up with the news on there. I don't even remember the last fight that we covered. Was it the Pacquiao fight? I think it was Pacquiao Mayweather, wasn't it? It, it was may have probably been. the last big fight that we covered. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think we did the last Cotto fighter or something, so... Uh, it's been a while. Um, anyways, guys, bef- uh, commercial free, just like CSCR, because we've been gone for such a while. Uh, we ain't doing any commercials, just like all these other podcasts now that throw in 25 minutes of commercials now in there. Uh, no commercial, no ads. Uh, the only thing we're going to talk about really quick is a little bit of our social media, where you can find us, where you can hear us, uh, and where you can see us. Uh, we're on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. That's Windy City One Word Sports Network, so you can like us on that. Twitter account is at WCSN, the number three. You can follow us there as well, too. Uh, we do do some live tweets sometimes on certain events. If we're watching them, we can go on there. Um, we, you can listen to us. Uh, we post all our shows on social media, so on Facebook and Twitter, you can listen to us. Uh, we just finished uh, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. That just got posted. It's up, and it's uh, on social media. You can also listen to us on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, which is our original platform, uh, and on iTunes. Subscribe, rate us. Um, on iTunes, One More Round Radio is under Chicago Sports Crunch Radio. Uh, so all you got to do is do the Chicago Sports Crunch Radio, and then we're under there. Um, like us, rate us, put us, uh, give us five stars, get us as high as we can. We want to try to get to the top 100 podcasts. Um, we also have our website, which has been up for about a year, um, and that is at www.windycitysportsnetwork.com. Our shows are on there as well. 
You can see the crew uh, and other tidbits on there as well. And uh, uh, we'll probably be having blog sites uh, or blogs going up pretty soon on there as well. Our email address is windycitysportsnetwork at gmail.com. So uh, that's that. Um, and uh, what do you guys want to talk about first? Kovalev? Yeah, I want to talk about Sergei Kovalev's For his last victory, fight? Yeah, over John Pascal. Sort of tore him up. He, he did. He yeah. dominated him. Yeah. And it was sort of sad to see a little bit. Yeah, I'm glad Freddie Roach stopped the fight when he did. He could have stopped it sooner, but at least he did stop it because uh, we don't want to see another guy carried off the ring. or. What was up with Pasquale? He's not. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, he did pretty much what he did to him the fight before. Uh, this was a fight that was a rematch. Uh, HBO has problems. You know they have problems because they don't have anybody else to match up Kovalev with. Yeah. Besides Pascal, there's better fighters in the light heavyweight division, but that was their best option, it seemed like. So I personally, I I really, uh, I just thought there was better fights than this to see. I thought Kovalev looked great. Um, and I think right now he's the, he's the baddest man on the planet. He he did he looked dominant super dominant in that fight and uh, I actually saw it twice both on the replays I didn't see it live but um, I felt bad for Pascal a little bit I'm like I, I, just like Jackman said I, I'm surprised Roach didn't stop it a lot earlier um, but I don't know I mean I agree with you Sammy I think HBO and this is going back to the points we said before where they've got to figure something out because I think this we're losing a lot of quality fights where we've got fighters that are at their peak like Kovalev, but you can't see the good fights because he's owned by someone else. And it's just ruining, I think, boxing, Yes, period. I mean, there is a bright spot. Um, looks like Andre Ward and Kovalev are going to get it on in the not-too-distant future. Yeah. So that's going to be a great fight. That's a hell of a fight. That's one of the top, you know, probably two or three fights in boxing right now. Actually, and I think they just put out that that... There's a date tentatively set for that, which is, I think, November 19. Really? Yeah, um, they were talking about late 2006, wow. 16, so that's in November, you know? Yeah, that yeah. came out. I think I was watching it or saw, I saw it today, I think, when I was looking at it. I think I think it'll be uh, very interesting. I mean, Ward's a very smart fighter, but Ward's got to fight Sullivan Barrera. This guy, Sullivan Barrera, he's undefeated. You know, he's, this guy's not going to be a cakewalk. He's a big, light heavyweight. He's a real test. So I'm really interested in seeing this fight. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be Ward's first time at 175. And I seen him in an interview. Uh, was it the last HBO televised, I believe? And he did look noticeably bigger in his face. You can tell that he put on some weight. This is a guy who fought his whole career, as far as I know, at 168. I don't know if he, ever, if he started at 160. But I know he's at 168 for a long time, so he's yeah. moving up to 175. He actually started at... Uh 168. I believe oh, he, he was a 178-pound Olympian. He wasn't even a, a 65er. He was 178 pounds. Wow. I, I think that was a strategy. Maybe his coach felt that he matched up better with the 78-pounders. And as you know, he won a gold medal, so uh, it was the right choice. Who would you favor in that fight, Jackman? Right now, if you had to bet if they fought tomorrow. Who? Kovalev and Ward? Yeah. I was about to actually ask you guys that question next. I don't know. That's a I don't know. That's a tough one. 
Uh, I would go Kovalev, Kovalev maybe a little bit. See, to me, Andre Ward is like a modern-day Bernard Hopkins. He's a fighter that makes other fighters look bad because of his superb boxing skills and defense and craftiness, and he's got quick reflexes. And Kovalev did defeat Hopkins, but, you know, Hopkins is 50 years old, and I chose Hopkins, and I was wrong. So this time I'm going to favor Kovalev a little bit. He's not as fast, but he's very smart. He has a lot of tools. He's got a long jab, and he's got a lot of power, and he cuts off the ring well, and I think the pressure and Ward never fighting at 175, it'll be a difficult fight for Ward. I commend Ward for moving up and fighting this guy. Um, what's, what's the last uh, fight Ward had, and who was it against? It was against an Englishman. Uh, was it Paul Smith, I believe? And then Paul bef- Smith. And then before that, he was like on a, a year hiatus, yeah, right? He was, he was fighting for, with yeah. Showtime or someone. Yeah, yeah. He, he was. He's not. He's not the most active fighter. He's kind of like. And he only Mayweather. fights in Oakland, right? And, and, yeah. And that's what worries me about Ward, and that's why I would go with Kovalev because I mean, he's been fighting. He's more active. Um, he's been seeing more action and against better opponents. And now you're going to go up to a guy. And I'm not trying to knock Ward and the talent he has. He's very talented and he's a good fighter. I just think. If Ward was fighting ta- like better opponents and he was still winning, I think it would have been a better fight. But I don't know if Ward has ever fought a guy at Kovalev's caliber. Yeah, there's people that say that. They say that he's just not quite as active as he used to be. They say if he was active, meaning fighting three times a year, uh, it, it, some people would say it would be a 50-50 fight. But because of that, yeah, he's been so inactive, a lot of people are leaning towards Kovalev. So this is from today, uh, and this is from The Ring uh, magazine. Uh, Agreements for Kovalev and Ward has been signed. Uh, The deal points have been worked out down to the size of the ring. All that remains is the finalizing of the date, which is now due November 19th, and the venue. The venues that are, are being spoken about are in New York, Madison Square Garden, or Las Vegas MGM Grand, or Atlantic City Boardwalk Hall. Uh, the leading candidate so far, Kathy Duva, uh, who handles Kovalev, told Ring TV. And, of course, uh, they have to win their fights. Yeah, because I guess they're going to have other fights in intermediate. But um, that's it looks like it's probably end, yeah. going to end up being Vegas, I think. Ward's fighting March 26, like Sammy said. Yep. Sullivan Barrera. So and then who's Kovalev fighting? It's yet to be determined, as far as I know. Unless uh, they named them. All right. No, they From last named, I they yeah, no, there's yet. nothing. It says here it's no one's named. Yeah, so Ward is fighting on December 26th in Oakland. Uh, Kovalev was successful 26th, Saturday. March 26th. He won Saturday, or that obviously back then. Uh, Duvas of the negotiations to face the WBC light heavyweight titleist Adonis Stevenson for June have broke down over loyalty of the boxers who have their respective networks, HBO and yeah. Showtime. That fight, it lets, it's never going to happen. They've been talking about it for two years. Stevenson, he's on the Heyman side. This, you know, Kovalev's on the HBO side. You know, at this point, who cares? Yeah, we're going to see. Happen. We're going to see. Just put him up against someone. Yeah, then I would like to see Kovalev Ward. That would be good. And speaking of that, you know, with the with PBC, they put in so much money in that company. It really doesn't seem to me that it really took off the way it was supposed to. They invested four hundred and forty-five million, and it's it's like the early days of the UFC. When it took off, it took off. 
you would expect if PBC was going to take off, it would be taking off already. They said they put $445 million in. That's how much they invested in wow. it. These are like billionaires that Al Heyman had. I, f- I forgot their names, but these guys are like big stock guys. Huge stock. We're talking they're like billion. You know, they're worth billions. And I mean, I don't think their model works. They're overpaying the fighters. Uh, you know, they're, they're paying the networks to put this on. You know, boxing's a niche sport. That's pretty much what it comes down to. And, and there's too many heads in the game, and they're fighting each other, and I think that's yeah. just... I mean... I don't know. I would like to see... Um, I mean, I would love to have one network such as HBO, but then again, when you have one guy controlling things, there's no competition. It's not good for the fighters. You know, it's... You like There's it. more money now that it's split up, but it's it's worse for the sport, I think. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's worse for the sport. You don't get to see the big fights, and it's worse for the fans. Yeah, you know, le- you know, like I said, they need to have a you know a national commission in boxing, like Teddy Atlas used to say, and make it like football and basketball, where it's organized and everything. You know, you got you, it's it's too much politics in boxing. Yeah. So regardless, um, obviously, hope. It it basically seems like it's a done deal. They obviously have to win their fights, and if they win their fights, then it looks like November nineteenth will be uh, the match, and that actually would be a good one to watch. And I I'll be tuned in for that one. That's going to be a good thing. Yeah, to see. I wouldn't be surprised if Ward outboxes him. Really, yeah, I wouldn't shock yeah, me. No, if trains, I, I, yeah, I think yeah. it's a sixty forty fight. It's like a sixty yeah. forty fight to me. I agree yeah, with Ward's. You. I mean, I mean, he makes opponents look bad because of his defense, and he's got fast reflexes and a good boxer. You know. He's slick. He's crafty. And he's smart. Very yeah, smart. Yeah, he's very smart. Yeah, I think if he trains, he has a chance. I'm not saying well, that he's train. completely out. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I'm just giving updates here. Might be having a worse fight in modern... Uh, um, oh, we're having technical difficulties here. Um, the um, Shamrock fight's going on right now. Yeah, don't even tell me what happens because I'm going to watch it when I get home. Oh, you're DVRing it? Yeah, well... I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna be able to DVR, but I will watch it. Somehow. Do you want me to tell you about the Kimbo fight? No. Oh, you don't. No, no. Okay. I won't tell you anything then. All right. Next, um, Jackman's favorite uh, topic here, or both of you guys. I, I couldn't stand this guy, and I'm I'm thankful that he finally lost to Tyson Fury. Well, you you remind me of Tyson Fury. Who me? Yeah. I don't like it. I don't know. Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury's undefeated. Um, he reminds me of Big Nick. Really. Uh, so what do you think is going to happen to Klitschko now that Fury won? Do you think Klitschko is going to come back and fight? They said they're going to go rematch. Oh, yeah, God. they are going to rematch. Yeah, I hope Fury wins. Yeah, Klitschko. I mean, did you see? What did you guys think of that fight? I mean, just he Klitschko's looks like boring he's forty. Me, yeah, he's boring. Yeah, I can't stand watching. Tyson really Fury get off. looked good. Tyson Fury looked good. Yeah, he really he, did. He looked all right. Yeah. I, mean, I just I don't like Klitschko's fights. I fall asleep on all of them. I I don't watch. I don't like watching him. I, I just really think that the competition in the heavyweight division was very poor, um, and that's why this guy held the it's title. Getting, it's getting a little heated up. We're I know you guys were always that. like, "No, he's talented." I mean, no, he is talented. He he didn't. I don't know. He didn't get off, and that happens when you're 40 years old. Sometimes you don't throw the Frank, punches. I that think Frank Bruno could have beat him. Anyways, speaking of Bruno, Bruno, Bruno said him. he was going to make a comeback. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, he said he was going to make a comeback like a month ago. He needs Not money. That, yeah. But anyways, what he's were you saying? He's 54 years old. Yeah, he is old. What were you saying, Jackman, about Klitschko? I mean, he seemed like he had a hard time getting his punches off, and 
they said that happens when you're 40, but Klitschko can still knock this guy out. I'm telling you. Uh, but just, it just seems like it's a hard fight for him, given this guy's size and his movement. It didn't really allow Klitschko to set up his long arms, and he kept moving around. He's like a dancing, big dancing bear in there. And it, it wasn't easy pickings for Klitschko to hit him, even against Brian Jennings. But Brian Jennings is a pretty good boxer. Uh, he couldn't really, you know, set him up too well. Klitschko did win that fight, but it was a close, competitive fight. I think if they rematch, I think the same thing happens. I hope. You think Fury wins, huh? Yes. And I hope so. And then if, if that happens, who do you think is going to be his next opponent? Deontay Wilder? Well, Deontay Wilder supposedly is going to fight Alexander Povetkin. I'm not sh- I'm not saying it's signed, but... That's I'm, what they're talking about. Yeah. That'll be a good fight. Yeah, that would be, actually. That's like a 50-50 fight. Yeah. And it then Povetkin's no joke. Who is apparently Tyson Fury had to drop the IBF title? Did you guys hear about that? Yeah. So they stripped him, and then some. this kid, Charles Martin, won it? Yes, he's going to fight the English uh, guy. Anthony Joshua. Yeah, who's supposed to be very, very good. I haven't seen a lot of him, and he hasn't fought you know, top competition. Ooh. But some guy says he's the future star in Europe. They, in the U.K., you know, they say this guy's like the second coming of Lennox Lewis. You know what? Ooh. I seen him. I seen some YouTube of him. He looks the part. He's like an Adonis. He's like big, six foot five. Six. He's like a muscular. Well, he's sort of like Klitschko. Yeah. But he's thicker. He's more built. The only thing is, for a big guy, for long arms, he don't really fight that great on the outside. He's kind of more of a mid-range fighter. Really? He's like almost too muscle-bound. Yeah, so you don't think he's going to be a great, like a Lennox Lewis or Holyfield? No, or that's okay. big shoes to fill. I mean, he does look kind of promising, but he doesn't have that fluidness and that snap that Lennox Lewis had. He was a bit more lanky, and Lennox Lewis was like a... I don't know. I don't see it, Lennox Lewis, but I do see he can make some noise in the heavyweight division. He's a great fighter, Lennox Lewis. Speaking awesome of fighter. Very He's smart, very professional, very well-spoken. Yep. Just a great yeah. ambassador for the sport. And he I had one of like the best bodies for heavyweight. Yes. Uh, length, speed, power, everything. He had everything. I, everything. Yes. I mean, I loved. He's my smart, favorite boxer. Smart, too. Smart. Yeah. Favorite boxer of all time, and I truly, I truly believe he could have fought more. I think he quit the game early. Well, he, I well, think he was smart. He he played he had, the smart. He wasn't well, he, in shape when he fought Vitelli. Yeah. Well, he had a tough time with Vitelli, but he, he was out of shape. Yeah, yeah. He, he already made his money. He made so much money. He's like, man, that was a tough fight with Vitelli. I'm 38 years old. Vitelli at the time, I don't know how old he was. Obviously, he was younger than him. He probably thought, I'm going to get picked off by this guy. It's probably the best time to hang it up right now. He probably lost I think if he would have trained hard, he could have beat him. I like yeah. Lennox Lewis I more than Mike Lennox Tyson. Lennox could have beat him, yeah. This just, yeah. I, I like Lennox more than Mike Tyson. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he's my favorite boxer of all well, time. Well, Lennox Lewis had longevity in the sport, you know. Yeah. I liked Holyfield. Speaking of that, I was watching a thirty for thirty on uh, Tyson and Holyfield. That was a pretty good. That was for yeah, 30. that was a good one. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. I see most of that one. That, that one was, was good. A, very good. We should do a thirty or thirty on us. He was great uh, in Jackman's basement. Yeah, <laughs> with our gloves on. Holyfield was a great overachiever. I mean, this guy started off at what cruiserweight? One seven, yeah, one. one uh, 178 Olympian, but he fought a cruiserweight, yes. Fought a cruiserweight. This guy, you know, he he bulked himself up. He moved up. He fought all the great heavyweights. He fought Big George. He fought Lennox Lewis two times. He beat Mike Tyson two times. I mean, his resume goes on and on. And, uh, you know, he was fighting always bigger guys than him. 
as a joke. Riddick he, Bowl three times. Yeah, unbelievable. You All know, these guys in their prime. Yeah. You know Levi does uh, films, right? He edits and does like movies no, and I stuff. Don't. So he does like filming and stuff. And uh, hold on, Obama's calling me. And um, they, uh, we should do like a thirty for thirty in uh, Jackman's basement. <laughs> <laughs> and have him edit it and promote it and stuff. We'll put it on the website. Um, anyways, um, so talking about the rising heavyweights, we got Anthony Joshua uh, taking on Charles Martin. Yeah, Charles Martin, I was able to catch his last fight, uh, who, uh, and he looked solid to me. What did you think about him, Jackman? He's pretty good. I mean, yeah. the Ukrainian guy, he, his leg gave, gave out. out. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. But uh, The last call. Yeah. You know, this is a good fight for Anthony Joshua. This will be a nice fight. He's right. the weakest link out of all the title holders. Uh, if Anthony Joshua could pick up this title, obviously he's big in the UK. He can get a big money fight over there. So uh, we'll see what happens. Who do you favor since you're a little more familiar with Joshua than I am? I don't know. I think Joshua may be favorite, but I'm not really sure because i just seen that YouTube fight against his uh, on on YouTube, actually, his last opponent. I don't know. I really don't know. Martin Martin seems to use his reach more. So, but I don't know. I, I think Joshua might. I don't know. I don't really know. I would have to see a little more of these guys, to be honest with you. I think it's going to be an entertaining fight. Two big guys are almost the same size. Yeah. One guy's six foot six. Yeah, Martin six foot five. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're both the same six, size. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, off subject here. Um, what do you think of Manny? And how Nike uh, cut ties with them, or you guys don't about know what his, I'm talking about. With who? Get, with, with Manny's comment about G- quote unquote, gay people are worse than anim- animals. You didn't hear about this? No, I didn't well, hear about it. So Manny Pacquiao, I guess, in the Philippines, I don't yeah. know if he was doing something politically or yeah, something, yeah. and he basically said and was quoted for it, and it was on TV saying this, uh, and he said, quote, unquote, gay people are worse than animals. Well, you know, you have to understand, Manny, Manny Pacquiao is a very religious guy. Uh, so if you're a very religious guy and you take the Bible literally, him saying something like that, that doesn't surprise me. So, yeah, but he has to understand too at the level he's at, he can't be saying stuff like that when you're getting paid by Nike and everybody. Yes, yes, of course. So, I mean, again, his beliefs are his beliefs, but yeah, it, it was a stupid move by him yeah. financially. Yeah, which is going to hurt sure. him because then there's rumors now. I don't know. There's rumors that Floyd may consider coming back for a rematch with Manny. I have a feeling Floyd will be back. We will see him one more time. Yeah, and they think... said that, that that would probably be the only fight that that Floyd would come back for because yeah. of the money. Um, and uh, if they do do that now, they're saying that Manny would not be having the Nike gear anymore, so uh, that'd be interesting, I, I, too. You know I what? think Manny's going to get beat by Bradley. I was just going to say that. I think so. You're talking about Manny. Manny's got to get by Timothy Bradley. Yeah. I think Timothy and I think Bradley Tim, beats him. I think he beats him, too. Yeah, I yeah. think Manny's on the way down. I think Bradley's he got he's uh, on the way up. On the way, well, he's got Atlas. He feels he, good about he's himself. I think that's going to put him over. Manny can't wear Nike gear against Bradley. <laughs> that's going to be funny. Yeah, Bradley feels really good with Teddy, as evident. He stopped reels. He's a great trainer, Teddy. I realize that now. He's oh. a really good trainer. I've always, always liked Teddy. Him. Yeah, I always liked Teddy. He's smart. He had a great boxing plan. Plus, he's a great motivator. Yeah. Teddy's a good guy. I like him. Good coach. 
great Good trainer. Yeah, great trainer. Um, all right, so uh, the the this is I think the best story and probably the one that we're probably going to spend the majority of the time on uh, Amir Khan and, and Canelo. I mean, I think this is an interesting fight. Amir Khan has been uh, begging for a big fight. Uh, he wanted the Floyd Mayweather fight. He wanted the Pacquiao fight. Uh, so he, I, I believe he couldn't get the Floyd fight, obviously. He didn't get the Pacquiao fight. So this is a great fight for him financially. But uh, you know, as far as competitively, I think Canelo takes this pretty easily. I think that uh, Khan is too small. Uh, I think he's 140 pounder. He started off his career. He's got to come up a couple weight classes, and uh, I think that uh, this is this fight. It's an easy fight for Canelo. I, I would be surprised if this goes five rounds. So this is set right already. May yes, 7th. It's set. Yes, May seventh at the new T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Um, I agree. I think Canelo takes yeah. this. And I also want to add that from a fan's perspective, I wanted to see um, Khan fight Kell Brook. That would have been a great fight, but Khan wants that big fight. Yeah. He doesn't want that in-between fight because if he loses to Cal Brook, the Mayweather fight, the Canelo fight, the Pacquiao fight, those fights are gone. So he figures to himself, let me take the money, and that's what he's doing. But, you know, he, he's smart because even if he loses this fight, the Cal, the Cal Brook fight's still there. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what Khan is thinking taking on such a big guy. Especially at the Canelo weight at 155. I mean, Khan, he's a good boxer. And he's very talented and very fast. But he doesn't have a great chin. And Canelo's one of the hardest punchers at, at his weight class. At the 154 slash 160 weight class. Now, you got to have a defense like Floyd was able to avoid those punches. And coast his way to a victory. But Khan's defense is not at Floyd's level. Now, the only way I would say Khan would have a little bit of a shot, but Canelo's not going to do this, if he would have dried Canelo out at like 150, 151. And that's, you know, I think that would have made the tables a little bit more even, but I I don't see Khan. I see like a bull in there as Canelo and like Khan as the Manador, but I don't think that Manador is going to win this one. (laughs) That's a good uh, analogy there. You sound like, what's his name? Uh, I mean, Canelo punches hard. I mean, Khan may have a little bit of his moments. He may be able to box him in spurts, but can he avoid? I don't think he can avoid Canelo's punches the whole fight. He's too. He's too small. He's got to hurt Canelo. I don't know if he can even hurt Jackman. Canelo. Cotto didn't hurt Canelo. Jackman, yes. you sounded yeah. like a merchant. Yeah. <laughs> What's that saying? <laughs> and you know, Cotto in my eyes is a heavier puncher. Than Khan is speaking of Cotto, they're talking Cotto and uh, Marquez. Possibly. I would. I always talked about that for years. That yeah. fight, Puerto Rico versus Mexico. Yeah, and I think they're re- pretty pretty closely matched. The only thing is about the weight. They're, well, one forty-seven, right? I mean, that's well. They can Cotto can Cotto go down that much? I mean, he said, used to fight there, but yeah, they said June eighteenth on that fight that could be possible. But I've also heard Prodnikov's name with that too. Uh, Prodnikov versus who? I don't. I don't uh, know if Cotto would want a bull like that at him. He's coming off a couple losses, I believe. Yeah, so he might so, go Marquez first. Yeah. Hopefully, win that, and then maybe go that. Yeah, Cotto's not. How old is he? He's getting up there in age two. Thirty-seven, thirty-six. Yeah, so right, he's getting up guess. there. Yeah, he's I think 30, like thirty-five. Yeah. 30, All right. So going 35. back to Canelo, if Canelo wins, do we see Triple G? 
I, I don't know. I don't think so. I would avoid it. If I was Canelo's trainers, I would avoid Triple G for at least two years. Okay, so. One or two years. I would like avoid we were them. speaking before, and it's I got it up here on the iPad. Um, so Canelo, apparently, Oscar De La Hoya met with Jerry Jones, and they, they discussed Canelo Golovkin details. So they're already talking about the details, and nothing's signed yet. But they did say that Canelo did sign a deal that says that he, if he wins, Amir Khan, he must fight Triple G or he will be stripped of the WBC title. So either he fights Triple G or he gets stripped. I, Triple G has a WBA, the WBA and the IBF. And then, obviously, if they're meeting with Jerry Jones, they're trying to fill AT&T Stadium because that's where I think they're trying to hold it. I mean, who knows? You know, Oscar De La Hoya is a fighter. He took on all challengers. So he's the promoter now. He's the manager. He might tell him to fight him. He might. He he might tell him. He might do that. Yeah. So, I I mean I would love to see this fight. I think Triple G needs it. I'm even he getting a little bad. I'm getting a little tired of Triple G. I mean, I mean. He, yeah, but it's not his fault. So no one's given him a chance. Yeah, but you know there might come a time where if this Canelo fight doesn't work out, I think he's got to move up and wait, or move down and wait. Yeah, or but, he, he but needs to I do think something. he needs to fight him first to see what happens. Well, there's a couple other good middleweights, but they're they're on the other side. They're on the other side. Like Daniel, like Jacobs. Daniel Jacobs. I would love to see that. Yes. I would love to see. Daniel I think Jacobs. Daniel Jacobs dangerous. Very dangerous. So here's some things that they were worried about. And though, I think he matches up uh, physically. Sorry, Big Nick. No, it's okay. Physically better than Canelo. I agree. To Golovkin. So yes. num- money-wise, this is what De La Hoya was concerned about. Uh, who did Triple G fight last? No one knows? Yeah, L- Lemieux. Okay. Right? They, did, yeah. they only got 150,000 pay-per-view buys. Do you know how much Canelo Cotto got? Well, yeah. Well, that's a big knows. Mexico, yeah. Puerto Rico. Nine, what about mil- almost a million, right? Nine hundred thousand yeah. pay per view buys. They'll probably get six hundred if Canelo fights uh, Triple, G. Triple G. They'll get six seven hundred. I, I, I personally want to see Triple G. Yeah, Canelo. Canelo brings in a big fan base. Yeah, because I just need to see. No one knows to this day. Does Triple G really have it? Everyone said, "Oh, he's the best pound for pound." Blah blah blah. Put him up there. And then we can see what happens. If Canelo beats him, then I think Triple G has to end up going either up or down or whatever the case is. He's got to go somewhere else. He can't stay with where he's at. But what if Triple G does beat Canelo? They're going to have to rematch, obviously. Well, it depends how he beats him. Right. We have, yeah, they have to yeah. see the fight first. If he right. dominates him, there's not going to be no call there's for no rematch. Re- no to me, need so, for one. I would love to see that match. I mean, And then Triple G obviously is fighting a no-namer. It will I would love play. to see it too. But if I was Canelo's advisor, I would hold off a year or two. And let him get because Canelo's getting better. That Cotto fight, yeah, but if I'm Canelo, telling you, a, a season against Cotto, Cotto's very crafty. He's a great boxer. Yes, he's a little bit undersized, but he was in shape. Freddie had him in shape. In a fight like that, that's going to improve Canelo. Yeah, and but a couple just more, think of yes. Canelo fighting Triple G and beating him. I know then, that, but I think Canelo should season a little bit more and let Triple G get a little bit older. Then you fight him, and then you, you try to beat him. Then. Yeah, but Triple G's old already. You fight him now that he's younger. Yeah, I would try to get all the advantage I would get because Triple G's a little bit yeah. taller. Can, he's a little I'm bit sort bigger of than him. The Canelo, De La Take can, it now and Canelo, beat him now. Canelo has an advantage because after this fight, if Canelo wants, he can go for the winner of uh, Pacquiao and Bradley. 
and he's going to make big money in that fight. Probably more money than he's going to make. But he's too heavy for those guys. It doesn't matter. It's money fight. HBO's running out of guys. Why do you think we're yeah. seeing? Why do you think we're seeing Conor Canelo? It's a mismatch. It's a mismatch. HBO's, they shouldn't have done that. Look, yeah. Bradley Pacquiao. We've seen that fight already. Why are we seeing it again? Why? Because they don't have anybody. They don't have no one to mix and match. Golovkin. Why are they putting him in with you know all these you know bumps? Right. Because they don't have anybody. Kovalev. They put him in. Twice with uh, Pascal. Why? They don't have anybody. Right. So right. that's the problem. They don't, HBO doesn't have anybody. They're run, yeah, they're running out of competition. Yeah. Yes. So regardless, it's going to be interesting to see, but I think that's the hottest thing out there right now. Is obviously, May 7th, you'll have Khan Canelo. We'll see what happens afterwards with that. I really hope Canelo Triple G happens after that. I mean, it'd be something to look forward to, but uh, we'll see what goes from there. Um, what do we got coming up, Jackman? Uh, February 27th, which is in, I think, a week. Yeah, in a week. Okay. We got, okay, first fight, we got an up-and-coming Puerto Rican star, Felix Verdejo versus uh, William Silva from uh, Brazil. Verdejo is really quick, really exciting kid, young kid. Young kid with, uh, you know, he, he brings energy to the ring. He's got that nice smile. He's a, he's a young guy. He's very fast. He's Puerto Rican's up-and-coming star. I like watching him. Yeah, the few fights that I've seen of him, he reminds me a little Floyd Mayweather. I really like this kid. I, he's very talented, and I think he's going to be like, uh, uh, he, he he could be a possible pay-per-view star. I think he's that good. Yeah. He, yeah. Really. I think yeah, he's, he's upcoming, and I like watching him. I look forward to his fights. I don't know a whole lot about Sylvia. I do know he's undefeated, and he's from Brazil. He's got 14 KOs. Yeah. He's six foot one, so he's, he's a taller guy. Yeah. But, uh... You know, Verdejo is a star. Yeah. I'm and looking he, forward to watching him. This guy, Silva, he's undefeated. So if you'll notice in boxing, whenever there's a fighter that's undefeated, they never just fold. They fight really, really hard. They don't know how to lose. Uh, that being said, he's from Brazil. You know, let's face it, guys. Brazil hasn't you know, produced a lot of great boxers. Asselino Fritas was probably the best one they produced. Yes. So Football this guy, I, I looked at this guy's record. I, I didn't see him fight, but I see he's got all his fights in Brazil except, like, one or two. So, you know, Verdejo is going to be the huge favorite here. This is a showcase fight for him. Yeah, for sure. And they're, and they're in New York, so we're going to have a lot of, you know, fans of his over there. And in the main event, we got Terrence Crawford versus hammering Hank Lundy. Hank Lundy is one of my favorite fighters. He's a Friday night fighter that I've seen him come up. This guy has a lot of heart. He doesn't give up. But that uh, Terrence Bud Crawford, he's he's a tough fighter. I mean, he's undefeated. He beat uh, what's his name, the Cuban superstar, the little guy. Yeah, the one that was signed to Fifty Cents. Yes, um, Gamboa. Gamboa. Yeah. Yeah, and I like Gamboa a lot too. He's really exciting. But Terrence Crawford had a lot of size, and he adjusted in that fight because he was he was losing in my eyes in the beginning. It was like a fifty fifty fight, and then he started changing southpaw and stuff and he threw Gamboa off and he beat him so Crawford's undefeated he's a tough fighter I mean he's gonna be the favorite but hammering Hank Lundy he's a great fighter and he always brings it and uh Lundy switches southpaw also and he does a lot of different things in there yeah I I think let's face it I think Terrence Crawford is just I think he's too talented. Yeah, he's I, he's a little bit uh, you know, talent wise. Yeah. He's a, he, I mean, he's a good, solid fighter, but he's never going to be a superstar. You know, he's he, just a shade under. He's you a know? shade under, and yeah. I think this is a fairly easy fight for Crawford. 
you know, Crawford, they're projecting him. He could be the next big thing. Uh, Bob Arum's talking about matching him up with Manny Pacquiao. And to tell you the truth, I would favor Crawford over Pacquiao at this point. Yeah, I mean, the little guys, it's hard when they get old. Pacquiao's 37. Yeah. You know, before, you know, and those little weights, once you hit 30, you were considered old. Pacquiao's going to have his hands fall. I'm telling you, against Bradley. They just announced, uh, also, while you guys are talking, I'm going through here, uh, Margarito versus Paez Jr. Margarito um, shouldn't come back, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, on um, March 18th, and it's going to be on BNTV. Yeah, it's a disgrace. You know, he got caught with the gloves, and, you know, it's, I don't know, those fighters, they don't belong in boxing anymore. And, you know, Manny did a lot of damage to his eye, to his orbital bone. Yeah. Joshua uh, and uh, Martin. Yes. Uh, tickets to Anthony Joshua versus Charles Sold Martin. Sold out in 90 seconds, right? Sold out in 90 seconds. Where's it at? Uh, it seats to the April 9th fight at London's yeah, O2 Arena. London, UK. Which were on sale between $40 and $300, sold in 90 seconds. They support their fighters. Yeah, they do. The English so, really so, do. So Martin better knock them out because they're going to have the referees and the judges. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joshua looks actually pretty good. I mean, he, he looks, looks like an really Adonis. Good, he looks in better he's, shape than uh, Martin does. Well, he's got that body, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That doesn't always mean. Yeah, it doesn't mean. Seen, look it at doesn't. look at Tyson Fury. He's the best heavyweight in the world. He's not exactly the most sculpted guy <laughs> in the world. It's the punch, Andrew Galata. All right. Anyways, uh, so what else do we got then? After that, we've got, and that's in New York on HBO. Those fights, right? Uh, February twenty seventh, uh, and that's where that's happening. Then on March fifth, in at the DC Armory again on HBO, we have. Saddam Ali versus Jesse Vargas. Now, this is, I think, going to be a very competitive fight. Okay, I like Saddam Ali. He's a good fighter. He's from Yemen. He's Olympian. Okay, and Jesse Vargas is also very good. That was, uh, you know, Jesse Vargas, he almost, who do you almost stop? Bradley? Bradley, yeah. Yeah. He almost stopped him at the end. At he the caught end. him with a big punch. Right. So, I don't know. That's going to be a close fight, I think. This is a fight. This is kind of like a fight that, you know, true boxing fans love to see because you really don't know who's going to win this fight. Uh, you know, both guys are fairly young, and uh, the winner of this fight is going to get a huge fight. Yeah, that's for sure. It's going to be a good competitive fight. They're both good, up and coming young guys, you know. All right, and then the main event on that card? Okay, we got Luis Ortiz, King Kong, the big Cuban, versus Tony Thompson. Now, Tony Thompson, he's a little bit of an old dude now. He's 44 years old. As you guys recall, Tony Thompson, he fought Klitschko twice. He fought Vladimir Klitschko. The first fight, he was fairly competitive with some. He's a southpaw. He's from Washington, D.C. You know, like I said, he's 6'5". He's 40 wins, 6 losses, 27 kills. He's more of a boxer. He uses his links. And his reach and his skill, he's not really that aggressive. Uh, Louis King Kong Ortiz, he's a Cuban. He's 36 years old, and he's fairly aggressive. He's a boxer technician, too, but he's more aggressive. They're both boxers, but he's more aggressive than Thompson. He beat Brian Jennings. He actually stopped him, and Brian Jennings is a tough customer. So Louis Ortiz has power. He's a saucepaw, and he has that Cuban boxing skill, too. 
I would favor Ortiz in this one. I mean, Thompson's 44, and Ortiz is hungrier and younger, and he has he brings a lot of power. Who do you, who, what do you think is going on in this one, Sammy? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you know, Tony Thompson, he's he, he's a good fighter, Tony Thompson. He's been in there with a lot of tough guys, and uh, he's a durable guy. But uh, you got to go with Ortiz in this one. He's coming off that big win against Jennings, and uh, I, I really don't see how uh, Tony Thompson can pull this fight off. Right. I mean, Tony Thompson is kind of crafty. Like you said, he is a solid fighter. Maybe Ortiz gets a little bit soft after his big win, and you never know. Thompson could maybe drag him in the decision. But like I said, yeah. I would have to favor Ortiz if you know, I had to pick. With the heavyweight division, as we you know, as I said before, is one punch can end it all. With the heavyweight division, it's it's a little bit harder to predict the fights. You know, you there there can be more upsets. Basically, is what I'm saying. So yeah. who knows what happens? But you know, there's nothing like watching a great heavyweight fight. Despite how weak our heavyweight division is, great heavyweight fights they're great to watch. We don't see many of them anymore, but when they happen, it's awesome. Yep. I agree. All right, and then those are on HBO uh, as well. And then finally, when we get to Showtime, that's going to be on March 12th at the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, uh, CBS slash Showtime. So what does that mean? The main event's going to be on CBS and the rest of the undercard on Showtime, right? Or no? No, I think it's going to be on CBS. Maybe it depends where you live. I don't know. I think it should be on CBS. Um, all right, main event looks good on here, but I don't know if you want to start with the undercards, Jackman. Yeah, we should. We got Edwin, uh, boom, uh, what's his name? Bam Bam Rodriguez versus Bam Bam. I think it's I think he's La Bamba. La Bamba. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My bad. Yeah, Bam Bam. Yeah, Bam Bam. <laughs> Bam, Bam. <laughs> he does throw bombs. His punches yeah. versus Thomas Williams Jr. So I know Edwin is a hard puncher and he's aggressive. He goes in there and he looks for the KO. I don't know a whole lot about Thomas Williams Jr. But uh, it's nice to see Edwin back in the ring. I didn't see him for a while. So he's an exciting fighter who'll bring it. So that should be an interesting fight. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I believe he's only got one loss to Andre Ward. And it was a fairly competitive fight. Do you remember that fight? A little bit, yeah. 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 So, yeah, that, that's a great fight. All right. And second. then we, we also got Abner Mares coming off his defeat. I don't know if he fought since then. Against San, uh, Santa Cruz, and I thought Mara's was gonna win that fight, and I was surprised Santa Cruz was able to outbox Mara's like that, but he did. Versus Fernando Montel. Now Montel, he's a little bit crafty guy, but I don't see him beating Mara's. You know, he's he's a smaller guy. Mara's got some height and reach on him. Mara's is at one time Mara's was number one until he got upset by Johnny Gonzalez. So, like I said, I thought Mara's was going to beat Santa Cruz, and he didn't. So, I would like to see Mara's come back and make his uh, start getting on a winning streak. I like him. I like watching him. He's a good fighter. He's a tough fighter. Yeah, tough I fighter agree. from Mexico. I, I like, agree. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's is he from Mexico or Southern California, but I like watching Mara's. You know. Yeah, I favor him over Montiel. Yeah, I mean, me too. Montiel's thirty six years old. Like you said, he's a little bit smaller, and uh, I think. Uh, I take Mars in this fight. Yeah, I take Mars also. All right, and then the main event. Yeah, this is going to be a great fight. Uh, it's you know pretty much almost like a fifty-fifty fight. 
Uh, these guys know each other from the amateurs. Uh, you know, they've been trash talking back and forth with each other. I think that uh, Thurman's a little bit better of a boxer than Porter, but, uh, you know, Porter's always in shape. He brings it. And, uh, you know, like I, right now, I don't, I honestly, I think this is a 50 50 fight. I don't know who's going to win this fight. And, uh, you know, for a fight like this, the fans win. I'm really looking forward to this. We've been talking about this fight for a long time, and it's finally here. All right. I do agree with Sammy that Thurman's a little better boxer. But Porter is the more aggressive guy, and he's going to bring it, and he's going to make Thurman uncomfortable in this fight because he's going to bring it to him. I think it's probably a 50-50 fight also, like Sammy, or maybe a 55-45 fight favoring me. I like to favor the boxers, Thurman. I think he can do a little bit more. I think he can box from the outside. He can box from the inside. He's a little bit more craftier. But, I mean, a guy like Porter, he's a guy who ruins plans because he comes in with that aggression. And, you know, he's pretty quick and crafty and powerful. But if I had to favor somebody, i give a little favor to Thurman, Keith Thurman. Really? And yeah. let's not forget, Porter, he's fought some pretty tough guys too. You know, he fought Cal Brook. He fought Adrian Broner. So I think his competition has been a little bit tougher than Thurman's. I agree, especially in recent time. Thurman, he hasn't looked as impressive as he once did in his last couple outings. So, I mean, you know, that yeah, that can play a role. Yeah. To add something here, Earl Spence is going to fight the Algeria, they're saying. Oh, yeah, oh Chris I Algeri? Believe, yeah, I believe okay. in April. Yeah, I think they're going to make that fight, which will be the biggest test for Earl Spence. That'll be interesting. Yeah, he's a young, upcoming... Is he Southpaw, I think? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, seeing him. Very talented. All right, and then that's it for the fights, right? At least yeah. as of right now for yeah. some of the good cards and stuff. So, um, recent fights, yeah, recent yeah. Co- upcoming fights. All right, what else you got? You got anything else, Jackman? Or we swept everything under the rug here? Well, I don't know. Like I said, yeah, we talked about it. We're saying it's just a con. I don't know. He's going up so much. I guess he's going for that big recognition and payday they were i was reading they were saying khan was studying canelo's fight he was hesitant at first because you know he knows how strong canelo is and he started studying canelo's fight and he started thinking well i can beat this guy i'm quicker than him i could move i can outbox him he may be able to do that certain points in the fight but can he do that for 12 rounds that's the question i think khan has a better chance to beat mayweather than he does canelo just for because of the styles yeah i mean Khan doesn't have the greatest chin, and Canelo has a hard punch. And I think <coughs> Floyd, he didn't want to bother with Khan because Khan has a long reach, fast hands, lo- you know, long I, arms. I agree. It was a yeah. tough matchup for Floyd. Yeah, he's seen that, and he didn't want that. And, and if, you know, even though Khan doesn't have the greatest chin against somebody like Floyd, who's a decent puncher but not a really hard puncher and doesn't really go for the knockout, it wouldn't have been that big of an issue. Against Canelo, you make a mistake – Good night, nurse. Yep. I mean, he's doing it for the money. Ask Ron. big payday. Yeah. So, all yeah, right. Ask ask a lot of Canelo's, you know, opponents how they feel when they get hit with his punches. I mean, he this uh, guy has he, a he's, he's a hard high, puncher. He has a high knockout ratio. Yeah, he's a hard puncher overall. So, and you know what? He has fast hands too. His footwork is a little bit plodding, but Canelo can get those combos off fast. So. 
Khan better not think he's like really slow because his hands are not slow. You think it's going to go decision, or you think uh, Canelo's going to drop? I think Canelo's going to stop him. Yeah, within five rounds. You think within Ooh. five rounds, yeah, huh? Yeah. I mean, Garcia knocked him out. He's a what, 140 pounds? I think it's yes. going to go longer than five, but I think Canelo stops him. I say seven. You say seven rounds? Yeah, Jackman's too scared to predict. I think Canelo stops him. I don't know when. Oh, come I, on. Probably that. sooner than later, you know. All right. That goes six, six oh. under. Yeah. Oh, you guys. All right, five, six, seven. Then. Yeah. There you go. All right. So um, that that's it for uh, this episode. This is episode ten, guys. You know, ask ask Kirkland how Canelo hits. He tried yeah. to stand in the pocket. That was a great know. fight. That was. It was. Yeah. That Even was actually was good. One sided. It was. It was too one sided. Right. I mean, I think Kirkland was a little bit on his downfall. He Kirkland came in a little bit younger, a little bit a fresher. I think he could have maybe hung in there better. But I mean, I mean Canelo. My point is, if you stand in front of Canelo, you're asking for oh, trouble. Oh, yeah. You're going to get hit by a train. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that's it for now, guys. Um, we will hopefully come back. We'll see if Mr. Jackman's going to start doing some of these on his own or with uh, Sammy the Bull. Uh, but for now, that's all we got. We will be back again. Um, again, I know before we discussed this on the CSR, ep- the last CSCR episode, that uh, we were doing these at least every two weeks, once a month. We will try to continue that, again, time permitting and as much time as we have. Uh, but again, follow us or like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, uh, go to our website, www.windycitysportsnetwork.com, or on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, or email us at windycitysportsnetwork at gmail.com. Uh, what do you got for closing, Sammy? Uh, until next time, guys. Hopefully we could do more of these shows, and hopefully we'll be back soon. And uh, Mr. Jackman. Yeah, I had a lot of fun doing this. Enjoyed upcoming fights. Hope everyone who participates in the fights walks away safely. And enjoy, guys. No technical, Be safe. No technical difficulties because Jackman's here. Nope. All right, guys. Uh, the wind stopped so we can all go to sleep. Good night, Chicago. We will see you on the flip side.